What's up, you guys? I'm B. Simone. And I'm Megan Ashley. And welcome to the Know For Sure podcast, where we talk about healing, growing, evolving, and having the tough conversations. Yes, and we also talk about relationships, not just romantic relationships, but platonic relationships. Like the relationship I have with my best friend, Megan Ashley, of 20 years. 20 years, baby. Yes, baby. Do you know for sure? I think I know for sure, but what I do know for sure is after this episode, you're going to know something for sure. What's up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of, you already know the name of the podcast. Okay. <laughs> it's like, you don't have to do the intros like that. To another episode of your favorite podcast in the whole motherfucking world. To the number one podcast in the world. This bitch sell out one show. Ah! Right we sold out our first show in Atlanta, Georgia. Okay. On a Wednesday. On a Wednesday. People flying in. That's from how my dad says. Wednesday. Wednesday. It's like Wednesday. Monday. Tuesday. Tuesday. It's actually Wednesday. Really? It's Wednesday. Wednesday. Wesley Edward. <laughs> That's my dad's name. Wesley Edward. Welcome back to another episode of the No For Sure Podcast. I'm B. Simone. And I'm Megan Ashley. And this is our podcast where we talk about healing, growing, evolving, having the tough conversation as millennials, and our platonic relationship of 20 years, baby. You didn't get in the cracks when you did the lotion. So you're going to call me out like that? Oh, you put it in my face. Jesus. For everybody that's not watching and that's just listening to audio, Megan is saying I'm ashy. <laughs> you're not that ashy. You're just a little cracky crack. Did you do that in school when you yes. didn't have lotion for Lick sure? your hands. And then got ashier. And it's by like the now minute. your hands smell like saliva. For sure. Nasty. Yeah. Anyway, y'all already know what time it is. We're back. back. Woo. Gets me every time. Clench my butt cheeks. It's like, do we? Are we gonna do a new version of no, it? No, we're not. It's people like, love it. Okay. <laughs> You're like, who's people? We have a new intro, and they love that. We do have a new intro. Do you guys love the new intro? I love the new. Some intro. Some people were mad. Like, I liked the music. Well, bitch. It's like, <laughs> you can't it's called me. No for Short Podcast, where we grow, heal, and evolve. And it's called No For Sure Podcast, and the owner is us. So the decisions we make, y'all just going to have to roll with it. <laughs> Whatever we do. But we're here in L.A., you guys. We're back in L.A. We love L.A. Y'all know we get our Airbnbs. We get a vibe. Y'all can't see the team, but they back there. They back there. This house is, I'm doing good with these houses. You are. You know how to do it. We need to. Really, we need to buy a house out here. Look at Shekinah. <laughs> Shekinah's like, We need like, to happen. buy a property out here and For stop sure. renting Airbnbs. For sure. So any realtors out there in LA? Or anybody Actually, wants no to give one. us a house? Right. Give Anyone want to sell us home? But we have a guest today. I'm really excited. We have a great guest today. A great guest. Another man on the podcast. Get that energy. Y'all always be like, put more men on the show. Well, today we have an awesome man. <laughs> Mr. Charlie Rocket, one of my longtime friends in the industry. Clap Virtual it up claps. for him. <laughs> Thank you. Virtual Thank claps. You do that very well. Impressive. <laughs> Thanks. What was that? But, you know, the little whistle. What? I don't know. Do it again. You have to keep going. Yeah. Jeez Louise, Charlie Rocket is here, you guys. I met him when I was in the music industry, mm. like trying to get signed to Young Jock. <laughs> oh it was not that long ago. 
I was running around in the streets of Atlanta, and this is how I met Charlie because I always knew Charlie as um, artist management. Mm -hmm. You manage two chains. Mm -hmm. um, you manage artists in Atlanta. You were in the music industry, and um, that's how we met. And mm -hmm. then you totally changed up everything from your entrepreneurship to your life. Your journey is so different now, which we are going to get into. But before we do all that, we're going to do rapid fire questions. With uh -oh. you. So they're it, easy. Uh -oh. They're easy. They're fun. <laughs> all right. Fun little rapid fire icebreakers. So we'll do these rapid fire questions and then we'll get into telling the Know For Sure podcast family exactly who Charlie Rocket is. Yes, ma'am. So the first rapid fire question, morning or evening? Like and why? What? I think mm. it has to be specific. Like, in general. I'm going to say this. I'm going I'm to say morning. Look at him. He's about to get deep already. <laughs> because look, because, look. because the other day I, I woke up late and it felt like like the world was controlling me. And mm. it was like mild level of anxiety. Like just not like anxiety, but yeah, like a but mild. It felt like yeah. something was off. And then when I woke up yesterday at 5 a.m., I felt in control. Mm. And it was just very like, oh, wow. Like I don't, you ever felt like. And this is obviously not rapid fire anymore. No, it's okay. Uh, <laughs> He's like, now I'm going into it. So it's See, this is why we have him on the platform, y'all. But, like, I think time is different in the morning. Mm. I, I don't, I have my own philosophy on okay. why. Okay. But, like, there's this, like, like before people are up, before, like, all the cell phones. Because yeah. you got to think, there's stuff flying through the air. Mm. All the chaos. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's yeah, literally yeah. everything is a wave. Uh -huh. So, like, when everybody's asleep, the waves are low. So, when you mm. wake up, it's like you feel a little bit clearer. Mm. And time moves real slow during that. Mm. But then something happens once everybody gets up. Right. Time, it's like time that. moves that different. Wild. That's so true. I'll say more. you get up, like that's been my biggest area of opportunity like that i feel like i'm supposed to be doing better at yeah, and you've is been getting up in them i've been yep. saying that and i still haven't done it but anytime that i do do it like if i'm up before my kids mm -hmm. and i'm just you know at least i'm up yeah it makes so much of you know my life easier like, like and then once i'm up i'm already up so i'm i'm working and i'm doing stuff and then before you know it it's only like eight in the morning and, and you're like, done. damn, so I've got so done. much done yep. and it's only yep. eight. And it's yep. like, you have the rest of your day. But I'm going to change my answer. Evening. No, 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 no. Wait, how are you going to say all that profound no, shit? No, no. And be like, actually. Listen, I'm not unreasonable. Listen, listen, We agree. He's like, actually, I tricked you, bitch. Nighttime, midnight. So, so, so really, if you want it, if you are morning, you got to make it evening. Because if you're not taking care of yourself at the evening, which everybody, like all the successful mm -hmm. people, they're so like, you, you should wake up at 5.30 every morning. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm tired. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm exhausted. Mm -hmm. And I don't feel good. So I got to, like, make sure I at least can function the next day. Yeah. So if I'm waking up at 5.30, I'm just crashing myself. Mm -hmm. But then I shifted something about three, four weeks ago where I started focusing on the evening okay. to even to be ready for the morning, which... I think is maybe the most important thing we could do if we want to so maybe control prep the next yourself day. in the evening yeah. or make for the morning. Yeah. So yep. make sure That's that good. if the energy is better in the morning, be aware and conscious of it in the evening exactly. as well. That's so that good. way you're prepared to be productive 
I started taking baths every night. I got this like Theragun thing, like massaging my legs. Come on, self-care for me. I'm like stretching, yeah, doing like good. a little yoga, put on this. There's this on YouTube. You type in any country, 4K. You could type in Caribbean 4K, China 4K, and this most amazing like scenery mm. with meditation music. And I'm like, which country am I going to go to tonight? Oh, I'm just like it. going all across I the world. That. like. That's so yeah, it. evening. To prepare. Do you morning. have a certain time you go to bed? I've been trying, but it's, it changes every day. See, that's yeah. my, I work better. I work better in the evening. Mm. Like for mm. what, and I, maybe I'm just, maybe that's a conditioning thing. I've conditioned myself to, but I'm like, once, once everything is done, like yeah. everyone's taken care of, then I'm like, okay, now I can, and then I'll be up till three or four yeah. in the morning working. And then I can't get up at five. Because mm. you just went to sleep. Because I went to sleep an hour ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I need to kind of uncondition. We were talking about yeah. that too. Like saying like, oh, I work better under pressure. It's like, that's not no. a good thing. Like, why are we no. making that a good yeah. thing? Like, yeah. that's a condition and you yeah. don't have to You don't have to be, be that, that way. Yeah. yeah. It can I need be to be better structured. at that for sure. So prepare in the evening. To have a better morning. The whole day. <laughs> <laughs> New answer. Yeah, just, the whole day. Afternoon. <laughs> morning or evening. My life. My whole life. No, whole day. Sure. No, it makes sense. It's just being intentional. Yeah. Being that was good. I promise you I'm not annoying. <laughs> He's like, I changed my answer again. Okay, another question. This isn't really rapid fire, but next question is, do you correct people's grammar? Absolutely not. Me either. Why would you? I Unless swore. it's like sal- Salmon. I can't stand that. Yeah, it has to be, like, obvious. It's like, come on. Like, if somebody's like, I'm finna go to the mall, like, you could say finna. I'm not gonna be like, yeah. I am about to go. Yeah. But if you're like, ooh, I love that salmon burger. <laughs> Bitch. You know, the people that I can't stand is the people who, like, try to be the grammar police in, on Instagram, like, on comments. They're there or your, your... It's like you knew what you I knew meant. what I was trying to say. I spell everything wrong. Everything. And, and I think my fan base has just gotten used to it. But, yeah. but like when people like my, my business partners and everybody, they try to correct me. I'm like, when I'm writing, I'm feeling my energy. I don't yeah. have time to check. Yeah. It's energy. Yeah. Yeah. And I need that energy yes. to get yes. out. Yes. And, and you're not proofreading a, a paragraph. That's why when I send you stuff, nothing is my grammar, my, I have, I send it to my mom. I'm like, can you fix proofread anything? Bef- yeah. Because I don't want to yeah. get killed in the comments. Mm-hmm. But if I go back and proofread anything that I read or anything that I wrote, I'll start to second guess and yep. I'll go, yep. I'm like, yep. oh, maybe I should. Yep. And then it becomes not, not as organic. genuine organic as exactly. what I originally yeah. want it to be. There's two systems we got. We got the, the, the mind system which is that like analytical and then we got the heart. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm writing, when I misspell everything, that's how you know I wrote from the heart. Mm-hmm. I'm just pouring yeah. and I'll misspell 19 words. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's organic. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. yeah, yeah. Factors delicious, ready to eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and more. There's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition pack add-ons to help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. Fuel up fast with Factors restaurant quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. Snacks, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Sign up and save. 
We've done all the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved and nutritious and delicious. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, upscale options done easily. Flexible for your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing six to 18 meals a week. Plus, you can pause and reschedule your deliveries anytime. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are 100% ready to eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Head to factormeals.com slash totality50 and use code totality50 and get 50% off. That's code totality50 at factormeals.com slash totality50 to get 50% off. All right, guys, back to the show. All right, guys, before we continue on with this episode, just a quick announcement. Black representation in media is super important to our community as it promotes diversity, challenges stereotypes, and allows for more authentic storytelling. It helps foster a sense of belonging and can positively impact societal perceptions and breaking down biases. Tabitha Brown, Ava DuVernay, Viola Davis, Issa Rae all have made significant contributions to film, television, and media paving the way for more diversity and inclusion. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories and Black truths. I recently listened to an episode titled The Civil Rights Generation. The show gives a deeper look into the stories beyond the history book providing firsthand accounts of what happened from the people who actually lived it. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now, they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center Black voices. It's NPR's Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices that are varied, nuanced, and Black. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. All right, guys, back to the show. That's how I am, too. Yeah. If I go back and, re- and like proofread myself. You start to get... Like, okay, take that out. I, I will second that. guess everything. Yeah. or And then it just doesn't become what it was meant to become. That's just, why I'm like, I'll send it to my mom. I'm like, can you <laughs> proofread that? I know. Or I'll send it to B. I'm like, can you proofread that? Oh, your last vlog was so good. Y'all check it out if you're not on Patreon. Megan's last vlog was fire. <laughs> it was like, it. <laughs> it was so long. Okay, bad. last little question. Do you believe in soulmates? Absolutely. Do you? Of course. Do you, you believe, believe in one? New, I, that's what I was about to say. Hold on, what? I know. It was the same Y'all just added new questions. I answered it, and then y'all trying to make <laughs> it spicier. Right. She said, do you believe in one? That's what I was going to say. Do you believe it can be more well, than just one person? Just one person, or do you feel well, like? Well, I mean, you can have, you can have soul. souls aren't male or female. Right. Mm-hmm. So, right. like, it could be, your like, my business partner is probably my soul. Like, my business partner has been in my life as long as y'all have been in y'all's wow. lives. So, it's like. That's definitely because I remember in middle school when we met, I saw him. I was like, that's going to be my best friend. That's what 
I did with her. No way. What's your sign? Pisces. Pisces. If you were Virgo, I'd be scared because your birthday is April 5th. I'm April 6th. Yeah. That would have been scary. If you were Virgo, I would have been like, I'm terrified. That's what I said to her. I walked up to her. I was like, we're going to be best friends. That's what I said to my best friend. Yeah, still rocking. That's still crazy. rocking. But so, so I say, souls like we pick, you know, the body and we pick everything that we came back and did. But like souls, it's like supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. that connection. Men, women, relationship, yeah. business partner. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So we're gonna get into who Charlie really is. Uh oh. I know. From when I met you, you're different physically. You're different mentally. You're different emotionally. You have been through so much. And you too. I know. Thank you. I am too. We went through a, a, a whole journey. That was years and years ago. But when I met you, you were this millionaire in Atlanta, in the music industry, financially successful, mm. but so unfulfilled. Can you tell us a little bit about how you were so successful in the industry, successful in your finances, but mm. internally something was missing? Yeah. Um, it goes back to... Um I would I would associate it with the word dream. Mm -hmm. And when you when like we're here for a reason mm -hmm. and if we ignore the reason, we will end up out of alignment. And if you're experiencing health issues, if you're experiencing certain things, uh, our bodies will show us that like this is kind of like um, a disease. It's kind of you get disease by not being in alignment. Mm -hmm. I had buried my dream when I was little. I wanted to be an athlete. That's all I wanted. My best friend, he was the best player on the basketball team. I was the worst player on the basketball team. That's what I wanted. But I was always overweight. So I buried the dream and I was like, okay, let me tap into like, instead of my heart, let me tap into my brain. What can I be good at? What can I make money at? And, and that's how you got into the music industry. Exactly. Okay. So growing up in Atlanta. Yeah, my, music and entertainment everywhere yeah i remember i'm walking in the hallway these these guys they had on these jackets with their like rap gang on the back and i was like that is so cool <laughs> it, was, it was actually like it was a group called black mob okay. they ended up being a gang in the end but like they rapped and i was like that is so cool i was like how can i be of service to this like mm -hmm. i want to be a part of it so I got a camera, built a website called spitchogame.com and like ended up doing the whole dance movement in Atlanta. Then Soldier Boy got signed. He was like, I want him to be my cameraman. I, I guess I was kind of like the first like lyrical lemonade. Mm -hmm. Like I was a cameraman, but like everybody wanted to work with me. Um, ended up on tour with Soldier Boy, got fired. Uh, you get fired? I was a really bad employee. <laughs> like, well, I what was, did you do? Uh, well, honestly... I was telling him things he should stop doing. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that's a cameraman's place, mm -hmm. the more I know. But I didn't look at myself as a cameraman. I'm like, you wanted me. Like, mm -hmm. I, I, like I'm, I'm a boss too. But at, oh, at the end of the day, I'm working for you. Right. So I was right. telling him things he shouldn't do. And one day, because he, he would give us these like gold chains to wear and everything. Are y'all still cool? Are y'all cool today? We're cool now. Okay, okay. We're cool now. Like, we didn't we talk for... Years. 13 right. years. Right, right, right. <laughs> That makes me sound so old. Um, but I remember the day I got fired. It was October 2nd, 2007. Wow. And he asked me for the chain back, but he didn't tell me he was firing me. He said, oh, let me see that chain. I want to get it cleaned. I was like, that's weird. Okay. I took it off. And then the next day we were supposed to fly to Jimmy Kimmel. 
and I'm I'm like waiting for the itinerary and like I'm at the Atlanta airport. Mm. Nobody's answering my phones and I'm like, something ain't right. Like I'm ready yeah. to go. I know we got a flight this morning, but I don't know any of the flight info. So um, in that moment, I realized I was I was fired. Soldier boy, that is not how you fire somebody. <laughs> Give me your chain back. S O D M G. Yeah, just at the airport. Ooh, Took the martyr home. Anxiety. Wasn't making much money working for him. So look at look at you. <laughs> He's like, I didn't go cheap, so I didn't really. No, I'm just kidding. So so I, I was like, you know what? This is a winning streak. I told my mom, got to move back in the basement. Can I move back in the basement? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was like, but this is a winning streak. She's like, she's like, what do you mean? I was like, cameraman, least paid person on the team. Mm-hmm. Manager, highest paid person on the team. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be the manager now. Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, what do you know about managing artists? And I'm like, I'm going to be the best. Because the cameraman was in every room. I got to meet every radio DJ. I got yeah. to meet every producer. You all your connections. Yep. So I decided to sign a girl group, got them a record deal. Who was the girl group? The Stoso Bosses. Okay, okay. Oh, are they Latina? No. Oh, so Latina sorry. name. Oh, that is. <laughs> it kind of look actually. It's kind of weird. If you pulled up a picture, y'all kind of look like it's them. Two girls. Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. Actually, look exact, almost exactly like y'all. Crazy. It's kind of scary. Crazy. Okay, so you signed them. So signed them. Like got them. I know. Like, what you trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> we can get in the studio tonight. We already got one song out. It's on Girl, our- relax. Okay. <laughs> Long story was, short. They call me Megan. Long story short, they fired me. They fired me too in an airport in Washington, D.C. What's up with you in airports? I can't tell you. Some portal of of blessings. But I look at it as a blessing. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, all right, God just directed me back. Uh And uh, I signed Travis Porter. Travis Mm. Porter. And they never left me. (laughs) Travis Porter, they never fired me. First little feature. And we shot a music video. It never came out. I love Travis Porter. Oh my gosh, they had a great run. Mm -hmm. They're still doing their thing now. They were just on Wildin' Out recently. Mm -hmm. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay, so tell us about that. Sorry. So, ended up, that went well. Signed two chains. Obviously, that went well. But then at the height of my career, this is when I realized that I was out of alignment. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was 300 pounds Mm -hmm. and I was diagnosed with a brain tumor. And this is when that word dream came back to me and mm-hmm. and I was like looking at my life as if like it was a movie and I was like okay here's this kid who buried a dream went on to make a lot of money and dies mm. and I'm like that Lord, can't be that it can't be my story yeah mm. because I went into music because it was a way for me to make a living and for me to something I'm good at and I was good at it mm-hmm. but was it my dream, the dream that was like put in me? Cause so what, what was that dream? I wanted to be an athlete. athlete. And okay. that makes no sense. Like okay. Okay. when I went to my artist and I went to my mom and everybody and I'm like, I'm leaving. And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, I'm going to be an athlete. Mm. And they're like looking at a 29 year old, like 300 pound man. And you know, like in the music industry, very successful. And I'm like, I'm going to be an athlete. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to leave this empire that I built and I'm going to go run and I'm not going to be in the Olympics and I'm not going to play for the Lakers, Mm. but I just know I have to go do it. Mm. And I said, even if it doesn't look like that, like the mm -hmm. NBA, it doesn't look like that Mm -hmm. idea of what a successful athlete is. Mm -hmm. But I knew that there was some way, shape or form. If God gave me that dream, Mm. it had to be for a reason. Mm hmm. And if I go through this life and I get to the end of it wondering, 
and I was just like, I have to find out. That. Yeah. Yeah. I think that the, like we talked about this, I, I don't know if it was the last episode or we, we've just been talking for the last, I don't even know how long, a couple of weeks about this, but like, I feel like there are wants and then there are desires. And mm-hmm. I feel like the desires truly come from God. Like those are the things mm-hmm. that like what you said, that dream mm-hmm. that is like, cause it says like in, in the word, it says like, he will give you the desires of your heart. And I don't believe that he like grants you the desires of your heart. He places those in there. And we get confused with like wants and desires. Mm, Like I mm. truly desire to do what we do. Like what this is, like I've desired that my entire life. I've desired to like be able to have conversations with people and connect and express and share our experience of this life through the lens of like how I view God and how I view he's moved through my life. That was, has always been a desire of mine, but there have had wants that I've confused with desires. And a lot of times I think we kind of put more focus on the wants Mm. because they're tangible. Yeah. I can yeah. see that. I can, yeah. if I want a, a, a Bentley, I can see a Bentley. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. But sometimes when you have like a desire and God doesn't show you exactly what it looks like, mm-hmm. we get distracted and we move to the wants yep, you have because to have I can see that. that I can see the house. Yep. I can see the car. I can yep. see yep. the career. I can see you wanted to be an athlete and all you can see is athletes, NFL and NBA. And mm-hmm. you know, the way that you had the desire didn't have the picture of what it mm-hmm. normally look like, like yeah. you know yeah. so and what what's interesting is yeah. if some somebody said this to me one time and they said if 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 you if you close your eyes and go into the dark you won't see anything but if you stay there long enough in that darkness you'll know when you start seeing things mm-hmm. cuz i had to go in this place where I was looking for answers and I couldn't find them. I just wasn't sitting in the dark long enough. Mm. I had to sit in that pain mm, that's and so good. the visions started coming. Mm-hmm. The visions that were already defined for me, the life purpose that God gave me started seeing it. And I saw the craziest things. Mm. I saw, they, they were so crazy that I was the only one who could possibly believe them. Mm-hmm. But they said, if you see it, you'll believe it. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't need my eyes open to see anymore. Mm. I learned the art of having the vision with my eyes closed. And I saw that my dream was going to be on the biggest stage mm. and help millions of people. Right. And I saw a Nike commercial with me and LeBron James and Serena Williams. Wow. And I would tell my friends and they're like, come on, Charlie, That's, that, sounds, that sounds great, but come on how mm-hmm. and I, I would write down in my notebook every day i have my quantum possibilities notebook and i manifest every day mm-hmm. and i see that i'm a nike athlete and i'm in this commercial with lebron james and serena williams but i needed to manifest how it's going to happen mm-hmm. so i started tuning to the frequency of it already being done today so i asked myself what do nike athletes have i'm gonna dress up as it physically and like energetically Mm -hmm. i said nike athletes have nike clothes duh but like nike athletes have commercials i don't need the commercial that i see in order to have a commercial i said i'm gonna make my own Mm -hmm. just to tune my frequency yeah Mm -hmm. so i I wanted to make a fan-made nike commercial but y'all know filmmaking like in order to make a, a high quality like 
grade commercial like that you need somebody who can shoot edit color grade score and like the the song needs to be like those strings those emotional yeah. strings yeah. that custom music all this stuff is expensive so i was calling my friends in hollywood they're like charlie you need a budget of about like fifty, seventy thousand dollars to pull this off mm -hmm. the right way i'm like I'm not about to spend that money like i'm yeah. making an instagram video <laughs> And like, it's about to be a real sure. Sure. <laughs> right i was thinking an iphone i was 14. thinking an iphone and two friends in the video yeah, with me for sure but i believe that i could find somebody who could do it yeah and everybody said charlie you're unrealistic and that, that's the one thing that really frustrates me never tell me to be realistic <laughs> and i wrote in my notebook Ever. never tell me to be sane because that's just not an option <laughs> ever ever for sure yeah like i took this guy there's this restaurant uh a vegan restaurant over here um on melrose called uh gracias madre and i went out with this hollywood producer guy and uh one of john legend's uh managers he was trying to help me find a videographer mm -hmm. and and this guy pissed me off so bad and he said charlie like you're crazy stop even asking me to find this person for you mm -hmm. because it's not a person it's six people you need right. to make this film you need the lighting guy right. you need this you right. need the sound the scoring i said i'm going to find them and i'm gonna find them tomorrow tuning my frequency mm -hmm. next morning i wake up in santa monica and i'm writing in my notebook today is the day i search and found my videographer slash editor mm. it's done exclamation mark it's easy exclamation mark mm. i'm no longer even going to think it's hard and i'm no longer going to think it's something i'm searching for it's done, it's done. an hour later i'm sitting on the couch my roommate walks in the front door and there's a camera guy behind him and my roommate he's like an accountant like he would never have a cameraman camera. following him <laughs> like he's he's a banker <laughs> exactly like, but like the camera guy was holding this like steady cam rig and i'm thinking to myself there's no way this just this is happening like is this the guy but then i look at him and he's like very gothic and like the opposite of me like i'm colorful and like hopeful and optimistic <laughs> this guy dark this guy is a, like a dark cloud <laughs> of energy you're like god <laughs> but I'm looking at my notebook and I'm seeing that I just wrote this and I, I asked him, I said, do you do videos? First thing out of his mouth. Yeah, I do videos, but nobody ever pays me. I'm like, dark cloud is talking. <laughs> and, and I was like, can I see your work? So I pull up a website and he had this little short film that he made. And I was like, this is unbelievable. Mm -hmm. I said, did you shoot this? He said, yeah, I shot it. I said, did you edit it? He said, yeah, I edited it. I said, now this is like a cinematic lenses, like anamorphic lenses. Like these are amazing. Like, do you own everything? Do you own your own equipment? He said, well, like I'm kind of a hoarder. So like anytime I make any money, I just like buy stuff. I was like, do you own lighting? Yeah. Do you own steady cams? Yeah. Do you own lenses? Yeah. I said, you got a bunch of cameras? Yeah, we got a bunch of cameras. I was like, oh my God. So that's the easy stuff. But then I'm like, who did the scoring on this and the music? Because all film yeah, is that music. Feeling yeah. When you're watching it, you need that yeah. feeling. The you sound. know what he said? He did it. He said, well, I used to be in a rock band about 15 years ago <laughs> and we were on the warp tour. So like, I, I'm like a really good musician. I was like, who that did the color grading? Because, you know, like in film, like you color grade, but that's a specialist. Yeah, you have to do all that. He said, well, I taught myself Da Vinci. I said, I said, 
look at my notebook. I wrote this down this, an That's hour ago. Crazy. An hour ago, and you walked in my front That's door. Crazy. In your it house, came to it, you. it came to me. I you said it was have, done. You said I didn't even. I'm not even. I, I don't even have to look for I'm it. I'm not doing this anymore. It's done. It's done. It's easy and it's, it's done. So when it falls in my lap, it falls. In, we're gonna figure it out. I said that is wild. How much do you think it would cost to make? A, like a fan-made Nike commercial. I want to do something real inspirational with like Hans Zimmer music, and I want it to look like this. He said, about 600 bucks. Shut your mouth. I want to show you. Can I show you what we made? Please. Yes. I want to show you this. Wow. Oh, my God. Can we Can we put this in, in the... Post? Yeah, in post, Absolutely. Like, so they can see it, too. That's crazy. Okay. Because I want, I know the end of this story. Ooh, and the amount of views on this is one, one, one right now. Come on, wow. 11, one, one, one. All right, here you go. <laughs> get the play button. Okay, we're going to watch it now. Can you see it, Mike? Yeah. It's like, where is this guy at now who made this? <laughs> Jesus. Boring. Great. Great. Music is perfect. Mm. That is insane. Wow. wow. That is so good. It's so good. Walked, did you really pay him $600? He walked in my front door. How much did you pay him for real? 600 and then i asked him do you need a job oh and then gosh. i hired him wow and then that was your nike commercial well what what well, what was crazy is one the kid that we um that handed me the glasses so when we were on the santa monica boardwalk and we needed a kid to like symbolize this like eight-year-old dream like him handing me the glasses and like and i stopped this kid and i was like uh to his parents, can can we shoot something with your kid? Mm -hmm. And they said, yeah, of course. Guess what his name was? No. Charlie. Shut up. Yes. His name was Charlie. Cried. Yeah, for sure. That's I'm about to crazy. cry right now. Yeah, no, no, for, for sure, my nose is tingling. <laughs> for sure, 100%. <laughs> Watching that video, I was like, hold it together, hold it together. <laughs> so this was, wow. this was the magic that happens when... You get alignment with the thing that you were meant for. Yeah. You start seeing magic. Have y'all seen the movie Moana? No. Oh, the best movie. Well, you haven't seen Moana? No. The I've never heard of that. Greatest Let's talk about movie. Because <laughs> at the end, <laughs> what? Where she when she is calling for yes. um what is the name? Nafidi. Nafidi. Yeah. And she says, I know who you are. Ooh. I just got I through. know your name. Uh-huh. Who is Nefertiti? <laughs> <laughs> you have to watch Moana. Is it Moana, a cartoon? It's, so you should about, watch it tonight. It's about a girl okay, I'm gonna who watch has it a calling okay. to basically, you know, save her, her people. Okay. She has a calling to save her people. Okay. And the water calls her. Mm -hmm. And it's the fact that the water calls her mm -hmm. is a whole thing yeah. in and of itself. Yeah. But the, the water is basically calling her to do this, but her father is like no like you just need to stay here like mm. this is going to be your people don't and chase I'm raising your dream you up to mm. be yeah don't don't go out there because there's fear right they have like this border that they don't cross and there's mm. fear about 
crossing that but something happens to the land and the only way for her to restore her people is to restore the heart back to mm -hmm. what is the name uh Nef Nef whatever the something name is like whatever <laughs> nefertiti or whatever um but in order to do that she has to go she has to do a quest across the yeah. ocean yeah and um, but anyway, she does it and she finally, you know, re restores the heart, but it's the end where, cause the Nefertiti is angry. That's yeah. why the, 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 their people were going through stuff. Cause she's angry. Okay. Mm -hmm. Right. And she's like, like a demonic, like mm -hmm. thing, like, like crawling, trying to rage, yeah. trying to get to her. And Moana just calmly walks towards her and she goes, um, she goes, um, um, Damn, the beginning of it is so pretty. The beginning part of when she starts to sing. But basically, she's like, I've, ser I've been searching for you. Mm -hmm. And I know who you are. Mm -hmm. And I know your name. And it was just like this beautiful moment. moment. I, I don't know. I get chills every time I think about is it. Is this a, a Disney movie? Yeah, mm -hmm. and it's yeah. phenomenal. It's a cartoon? Yeah. Oh, the Rock is um, in it. Okay. But okay. yeah, it's phenomenal. Yeah. But what was, okay, so what was the transition? You're talking about dreaming and yeah. believing and manifesting and all of that. And mm -hmm. how did you get to that point of losing the weight mm -hmm. of, of forcing yourself to to actually fulfill and walk in your purpose because there's people out there that are like I get it I get the writing down I get the manifestation I get the losing 300 200 pounds I get all of that mm -hmm. but you were going through like major like eating overeating mm -hmm. like did you have an eating disorder binge eating oh god it would was be this nights. before you were sick, before you had the brain tumor, or no? Yeah. Okay. Well, I was first diagnosed with a brain tumor in high school, and everything was fine. Mm, okay. And then, when I was 28, it, it came, came back. back. around. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. So, during my years in the music business, all I knew was, like, dieting. That's all I knew. Instead Ever of so lifestyle, you were just always dieting, mm -hmm. trying to eat, like... Trying to eat less, basically. Mm -hmm. And okay. I think, like, eating a severe amount less is a lot like um, holding your breath. So it's like, I can hold my breath, mm -hmm. but, but then so I'm going to be like, <laughs> mm -hmm. and the <laughs> is binge eating. Mm -hmm. And so um, I was very addicted. Like, and it was, it was very sad because like I used to live with my best friend mm -hmm. and um, she would come in, she would have a plate of like macaroni and cheese or something. And like the things like binge eaters or just like addicts in general would do is very just sad like she would like have leftover like macaroni and cheese in the box and then like throw it away Lord. and i would be like all right i'm gonna sneak down in the middle of the night i'm gonna pull it out of the trash can i know it didn't touch anything else in the trash can i'm gonna eat that and then like i can't throw that back in the trash can because then there's proof that like I ate it. it. So, like, I'd sneak outside, go into the trash can outside, lift up the bag out of the trash, hide it underneath. Like, it's like a real, like, mental mm, thing. But yeah. there, there would be days where I would binge eat. I remember this one day. I was trying to sign Young Dolph, and I would drive to Memphis um, every week to meet with him to just try to show him, like, I really cared about him. And um, there was one night I binge eat, ate so much that the shirt that I showed up in, I used to wear like button down shirts. The shirt that I showed up in, the next morning I couldn't even wear it. Lord. All right, you guys, at this point, I know we can spot a too good to be true health hack a mile away. Do you check for the latest studies on health aging or do you read labels like it's your job? Come on, be honest, is that you? Well, congratulations, you're a skeptic. 
and Ritual knows that every good skeptic deserves a multivitamin that exceeds their standards. Ritual's Essential for Women is USP verified, so you know you can trust what you're putting in your body. Only about 1% of supplement brands on the market have the USP verified mark, which shows that the product contains the ingredients actually listed on the label. I love Ritual Essentials because for women 18 and older, this is one of the few multivitamins that are vegan, non-GMO, project verified, gluten and major allergen free, certified bee crop and made traceable. Gentle on an empty stomach with a minty essence in every bottle that helps making taking your multivitamins enjoyable. No more shady business. Rituals Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com totality. Start Ritual or add a Central for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash totality for 25% off. All right, back to the show. Okay, you guys, before we continue on with this episode, have you ever been on a hunt for a new doctor and you ask everyone? So I totally know what this feels like. You ask everybody who you know for a doctor that listens to you, knows what you need, makes you feel comfortable. After weeks of searching and asking everyone around town, you finally find the one. It's close to the kid's school, it's close to your house. It's amazing, it checks all the boxes. So then you call the office, you make an appointment, and they actually have an available appointment. Everything is working out just right. But then the receptionist tells you that the perfect doctor that you've been waiting for and you search all over for doesn't take your insurance. I'm telling you right now, wipe the tears, put away the ice cream, and head over to ZocDoc.com to find and book a doctor who is right for you and takes your insurance. We're talking about booking appointments with thousands of top-rated patient-reviewed doctors and specialists. You can filter specifically for ones that take your insurance, that are located near you, and treat almost every and any condition you're searching for. These doctors have verified reviews from actual real patients, not robots. The typical wait time to see a doctor booked on ZocDoc.com is between 24 and 72 hours. That's it. You can even score same-day appointments. You can find the doctor you want and book them immediately with just a few app tabs. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Go to ZocDoc.com totality and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top rated doctor today. That's ZocDoc.com totality. ZocDoc.com slash totality. All right, guys, back to the show. I, I would eat about 15,000 calories and my, my I would expand so much that like my skin would hurt. Like I would be, my whole body would be bruised because overnight I would expand. Jesus. But it's something really strange with the, with the addiction. You can't get full. You just binge mm. eat. And when you start messing up, you're like, well, um, if I make myself so sick, I will never want to do this again. So let me just make myself so sick because this is the last time I'm going to ever do this. And I, I would just, I, I was just sick. That's it. So how did you get out of that though? Because that's, that's getting out of that is mental. Yes, it's physical. Yes, you're binge eating. And 
by no way, shape, or form mm-hmm. am I saying I understand any eating disorder because I don't. But I used to be an overeater. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I didn't, I'm not going to say I, I had an eating disorder or try to relate to you on that level. But I do understand, like, finishing everything on your plate. And mm-hmm. that comes from childhood, too, I think. Don't get up until your plate's clean. And mm-hmm. I'm full, but I'm going to take another bite. So even something as little as that, you have to train your mind to be like, I'm full. Mm-hmm. I don't care how much is here. I'm not going to take another bite. I'm no longer hungry. I'm satisfied. Push the plate away. So even m- my situation was not that drastic, and I'm not taking that from you at all, but I'm saying in a drastic situation like that, I know that's mental. So how did you get to the point where you built your mental stamina and strength to stop binge eating? Because that, that's wild to me. Honestly, it was a re- I had to do a complete rebirth. To where I, I said I have to get really good at removing things, and um, I became I became a different person through this process. Of first thing I removed was television, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, now I'm gonna remove uh, social media. Mm-hmm. I deleted social media, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna remove my business mm-hmm. from my life. I'm gonna remove the city I was from from my life. Um, I'm gonna remove meat and dairy from my life. And I went back to this like purest form I could possibly be as like an, an adult. Mm. And I was willing to do that because I, I had to, my back was against the wall. I had to save my life mm. to where I removed everything. And I said, I'm starting over. Was the brain tumor coming back your, your kickstart into changing your life? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Which okay. is why I've always had so much gratitude for it. Mm. I think that that's. Mm one of the reasons why and I know a lot of people didn't like the comment that we made regarding um depression because I think it all comes down to like a mental Mm -hmm. it's a mental thing Mm -hmm. like it's an addiction is a mental thing whether it's you know food or drugs or whatever um and because I personally have experienced um and battled with depression and suicide I know that feeling of a decision because it there was nothing in me that felt different until I made the decision do you know what I mean like I think people are waiting for a feeling to go away yeah or waiting for you know and people were angry because I believe that I believe that depression can come but you don't have to accept it Mm -hmm. and you don't have to claim it and and live in that right I believe that it can come but it doesn't have to be your life yeah right like i'll you tell can you have i'll tell experience. you what i do because i i take a different approach than i would say most people do um but anytime there's a bad situation um i've i've learned in my life that i could disarm it immediately mm-hmm. um a bad situation uh can produce a couple paths um I choose to go the path of like this delusional optimist. Mm-hmm. I'm like delusional in my optimism to where if something bad happens to me, such as soldier boy firing me, mm-hmm. I could send me into depression mm-hmm. or I could be like, no, I'm on a winning streak. Mm-hmm. We choose what we want to see. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's 1000% a choice. A like choice. right now you're choosing to look at me, but your eyes are actually looking at millions of things mm-hmm. and your brain there's this thing called the reticular activating system, which is filtering everything and just showing you what's important. Mm. But it's up to you to decide what's important. Mm. For example, uh, what kind of car do you have? Um, a Volkswagen. A Volkswagen. Mm-hmm. When you bought it, you started seeing them all the time, mm-hmm. right? That's your reticular activating system now saying this is important to me, so allow me to see it. Mm. Don't ask 
ask me what kind of car I have. Because she doesn't have one. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I decided I got really tired of losing. Mm-hmm. And so I want to only see the wins. Mm-hmm. But wins don't have to be big. Mm-hmm. It really started at Starbucks. She says that all, all the, the time. time. Celebrate the little wins. The little wins. Yes. All the time. I went to Starbucks. I got a, two shots of espresso with a splash of almond milk and two raw sugars. And it came out to $2.47. But those are actually the ingredients of a, um, of a latte. I just ordered them separately and didn't call it a latte. Mm-hmm. And it was half the price. And I told the lady, the barista lady, I said, all that happiness for $2.47? I'm on a winning streak. Mm-hmm. Some people need a car or a Lamborghini mm-hmm. or a mansion to be happy. This little $2 is making me so happy. Mm-hmm. And then I said, I'm starting my winning streak. Let me see how far I can go. Mm-hmm. I caught the green light. I said, I'm on a winning streak. Mm-hmm. Even when I catch the red light and I'm with somebody I love, I'm like, we get more time together. I'm on a winning streak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got the good parking spot at the grocery store. I'm on a winning streak. And when you start feeling like a winner, yeah. you attract wins yeah. because that's not who situation. you are. Yeah. Have you ever been to like Las Vegas and you go with a couple friends and somebody's losing and somebody's winning? Who does who attract who, who gets the gravitational pull mm-hmm. and who gets the like everybody's like kind of like I'm not going over there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Winning attracts so much goodness mm-hmm. and so much just energy and that I just decided I'm going to win. Yeah. And then my fr- frequency became a winner and my depression and my anxieties, everything goes away mm. just because I'm choosing what I want to see. Because you can change. Your mind is so powerful. You can change your cellular, mm-hmm. you know, your your body. Like you can change that. You can literally reverse physical ailments yeah. in your yeah. body off yeah. the way you yeah. think. You and yes. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's why I was saying that that is, I'm not saying that people being depressed is a choice but you have a choice if you're depressed and if, yes. yes you know and what i mean like accepting it and sitting in yeah. it and, and not trying to I, fight it i know the power of like what you said sitting in the darkness and until a vision comes mm-hmm. right and yeah. i know what yeah. and i was telling you this i know what it's like to like we say it all the time like if you can see it you can then mm-hmm. it's real mm-hmm. then it exists and when i was at my lowest point i actually saw myself vividly take my life it was the first time I actually saw it though Mm. I've always felt like I've always battled with it and battled with depression and battled with suicide Mm. of not wanting to live I've always battled with but that was the first time I saw myself do it like I saw it Mm. I saw me walking I saw turning the corner Mm. I saw unlocking the box like I saw the whole thing my goodness and before I put a gun in my hand I stopped it Ooh, I pushed stop. Thank you, Jesus. I did not. Instead of watching the whole I say, thing. I, did, I stopped that movie immediately. Yes. Because I said, if I can see all of this, I know that it could get, like, I knew what the end of that story was going to be. It could go down be, that rabbit and hole. And I, w- I was like, I will not let that image, like, I, I will not let that movie be an yes. image in my in head. My yes. And you have to be so mindful of what you allow yourself to go mm-hmm, and to mm-hmm, see, mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because if you can see it, mm-hmm. then it does exist. Mm-hmm. And so picturing, like sitting in the darkness and sitting in it, but focusing and being intentional about what you truly desire and yes. letting that be the the movie that plays in, in your, your head. head. Over and over you and over. You cannot allow the past 
the pain, mm. the trauma, you can't let that movie play in your head. Mm -hmm. Because if you allow it, if you don't hit the stop button, mm -hmm. I'm telling you, it will, you will see it. And that will be all, like you said, mm -hmm. then you'll start to add pieces that will, to all it. You, that's yep. all you see is yep. that. And I was I, literally, I hit the stop. I was like, this will not be the vision in my head. I will right. not let this be real you. you know what i mean and that's why i believe that you can you can make a decision yeah you can yeah. say no you can hit the stop yeah. button on that movie and you can hit it and say enough and is enough i'm movie. not yep. yeah i'm taking this Pop out another i'm not one playing in. this yes. movie anymore yes. that's right you yes. like that has to be what it is yes. you know but it is a decision you and can there, choose there's a there's a lot of magic like we were talking about even with moana when you choose to go past that fear when you let go of what your mind is doing and you activate the heart, mm -hmm. there's a reason why, like, complete this sentence. Follow your... Your heart. What's another word? Follow your... Dreams. See, why do those... Why, why are those... Yep. Those are the things. Nobody's ever said follow your brain. That's an organ, <laughs> right, too. Right. It's follow, a, follow your liver. It's, like, for those sure. Are, <laughs> follow your ears. Follow your ear. Yeah. Follow your eyes. Yeah. 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 Nobody even says follow your ideas. Yep. Ooh. They don't say it. It doesn't even feel right. It yeah. doesn't sit with our soul. Yeah. Heart and dreams, they're they're like yeah. this. Yeah. They are twins. Yeah. And Moana, when she went, that water, every time she failed, the water put her back. I, I was just think I was just thinking about that. I every time she threw that thing in the tonight. water, it came that water put was like back. no. That was that what did was she throw in the water. The um the heart the okay, wasn't okay. it what it was, it was called the yeah. the heart it was like this little green thing that had to be the heart to defeat it, like it had to go back oh you do okay oh, it okay. had to go to um it had to go to the nefiti or whatever her name yeah. is but every time that she wanted to give up she just threw like Ugh. she would be like and it and the water brought it right back to her wow. even like, when nope, she. Nope. Nope, Even when nope. she would fall off the raft herself. Yep. Because there were things threatening her the entire mm -hmm. time, but she couldn't lose. Wow. That's the thing. Wow. She could not lose. Every time she was about to lose, the universe or God came and blessed yeah. her. And that was what I felt yeah. like I experienced on my journey. Because when I made the, the fan-made Nike commercial and I put it out, I mean, what happened after that was just pure magic. Yeah. Nike saw it. Yep. And my friends were like, yeah. Uh oh. Yeah. This crazy guy's actually uh, it's doing what coming he said he was to do. They flew me to the headquarters, yeah. and I thought it was gonna be a cute little meet and greet, like you know, like a little feel good story. Here's some shoes. Mm -hmm. Take a picture. They walked me into this conference room, and they had all these TVs, and my face was on them, and like I'm seeing who's in the room, and I'm like, these are the executives, mm. like the biggest executives, and there was about thirty people in the room. And I was like, what's going on here? And they said, your film inspired us to change the direction of our company. Jesus. I was like. Me? <laughs> me? The wow. chubbiest person in the room? Mm -hmm. I was like, they said, we forgot about dreams here at Nike. Mm. And they said, we're going to work on something. We want you to be a part of it. And what they created with my permission, and they named it after me. They created a campaign that they named after me, and it became the biggest Nike commercial of all time. It was a Colin Kaepernick commercial. It was named Dream Crazy. It had LeBron James Jesus. and Serena Williams in it. Jesus. That is insane. <laughs> that is insanity. 
And I believe you can do that with anything. Anything. That is crazy. It's not, though. It's, it's not. Like, it's it's not. not. It's not. It's not. It's not crazy because he saw it. He saw it. Do you know what I mean? Like, you, he, you saw it. it. You saw it. You said it. You wrote it down. And you, and you like were, we were talking about last time, you allowed your desire to be the motivating factor. You didn't allow what was going to come from that. Yeah, yeah, you didn't know, yeah, you didn't even yeah. know what was going to come from that. Yeah. You didn't, you, it wasn't the money, the money. It wasn't the being on TV, the fame, the it notoriety, LeBron, whatever. It was literally the desire. And you allowed that to literally like push you. you forward. Like that yeah. was your motivating yeah. factor, yeah. not the wants yeah. it was the desire yeah. and then look what happened it yeah. literally manifested itself wild and it was it was the thing that you know that truest dream that's inside of you even as a kid is mm. for a really big reason i could have never guessed that out of all the athletic people yeah in my middle school or high school that i would be yep. in the super bowl commercial yep. yeah but there was there's a million paths to get there but the <sighs> one path that is for you yeah. is for you and you just got to be delusional enough to believe what you mm -hmm. see yeah and yes. let the heart because yes. yeah. i mean i didn't know when i left music i didn't know if i'd ever make money again mm -hmm. well, how am i gonna make money being an athlete i don't mm -hmm. know mm -hmm. i don't care i'm going to do it and it's going to figure out and to be able to experience my dream in in, in the biggest way possible on a mm -hmm. super bowl commercial and in that moment of my dream coming true, I said, I'm gonna dedicate the rest of my life to making other people's dreams come mm. true. And that's how we get to the Dream Machine Tour. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, mm -hmm. I cannot wait to go to the, you have to see it. He showed me the the, the facility. The Dream Factory. The dream is that where the in LA. fashion where, yep. show, okay, that's yeah. That's where the fashion show is. And I, I'm, I love your page, I love your social media, and that's actually how me and Charlie reconnected through social media. Mm -hmm. I was seeing, this was years ago, obviously, but seeing your stuff and what you do now, the journey you came from, but what you do now after making your dream come true, following your heart, you wanted to do that with other people. Mm -hmm. And other people who were, I mean, maybe some of them weren't scared. Maybe there was their conditions or mm -hmm. their situations that they were in or, or just fearful of going for it. But you have taken so many people under this dream machine mm. brand and idea and changed their lives. So tell us a little bit about that. I wanted, I wanted to give people that dream come true feeling because if they got to the end of their life, not knowing, that's the one thing that like I fight for. Mm -hmm. I don't want somebody to ever get to the end of their life. Not knowing what it feels like what to if, feel like. Why didn't I do that? Mm -hmm. Feeling empty. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Not feeling full or purposeful. Exactly. So I said, you know what? It's going to start with just asking people what their dreams are and mm -hmm. then fighting for them, mm -hmm. fighting for their dream. And I remember outside of Ralph's on Sunset, there was this older man, uh, homeless, sitting there. And I asked him, I said, what's your dream? Is this the first person or one of the first people? This was the first big one. Okay. This okay. was the one that like I realized that propelled the brand and the movement and like mm. the real purpose. Mm -hmm. Got you. We'll call this guy two chains. This was the one. <laughs> Why are we okay, right. <laughs> got us, the one that's like, okay, yeah. they got me up. And so he he said, I'm an artist, I'm a world famous artist. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, you're homeless. Mm. He said, my studio burned down in Santa Monica and I ended up homeless. And I've been to jail so many times, you know, and I just, you know, I'm out here just asking for money. But my dream is to have my art in an art gallery. Mm. I said, can I see your work? He said, you can Google me. Mm. I was like, I can Google you? Wow. He said, yeah, I've painted for Muhammad Ali, Richard wow. Pryor. I've painted for everybody. Jeez. Homeless. Mm-hmm. And he's from Atlanta. Mm. And I said, um... Your your work is absolutely incredible. I can't. I honestly can't even believe it. I was like, I'll come back and talk to you tomorrow. I got with my dream team and we put together an art show for him. And we wanted to surprise him that we we're going to throw him an art show in Beverly Hills. And uh, he would he just started crying. Mm. And we put his uh, work out on the Instagram and then we built him a little website. Cause we, I didn't want to just give them money. I wanted them mm-hmm. to have a business, a source of mm-hmm. income. Right, right, right. We we launched his website and he sold three hundred thousand dollars worth of art. Jesus. Oprah bought a painting live on television. Jesus. Steve Harvey bought a painting. I mean, it just swept. And then we threw him the art show. It sold out. He auctioned off one painting for like twenty five thousand. <laughs> and then we've just like. That's wild. Just ask people, there's a little girl, she had a rare disease in her leg called CRPS. They call it the suicide disease because the pain, it's incurable. Mm-hmm. The pain is so bad that like people literally kill themselves. It's the only way to get rid of the pain. Jesus. And this little girl, she, she her, her dream is to be a baker. She wants to make cookies. She wants to be on this like kids cooking show. And so we built her a bakery business and a website. And she sold 120,000 cookies Jesus. in one week. So, like, our movement has grown. We have such a strong... Y'all's community. Like, the way y'all do it, when y'all post, it's like, okay, we're going to make this girl's dream come true. And the community comes together. Mm. All the followers and everybody donates and puts their, whether it's a dollar, ten dollar, you know, to support that. I love that. Mm -hmm. I feel like that that community thing is, you know, what we build here or try to build here, like, with people that are like-minded and, like, supportive. um, There's a... I don't know what's a quote for who it's from, but they, I don't know if it was Miles Monroe. I don't know. But he said the, the richest place in the world is a graveyard. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. And that is just yep. sad when you think about all the people that enter this world with a purpose, right? Because God intended for them to do a specific thing. Yeah. And he placed that in them. But the way that like our world is set up, there's so many moments and times and situations that come in and kill piece by piece, like Mm -hmm. break that dream down piece by piece. And, and it's just sad that, you know, people leave here empty, empty or or full. full Right. 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 Not fulfilled, but not fulfilled. Yeah. 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 They leave here and they don't, ever get to fully have themselves manifested or in this out world. their ideas you know? or their, their, fulfill their purpose, mm-hmm. you know, out of fear and just. And I think what's so important about what you do, Charlie, is that the responsibility that we all should have to flame that fire, in to fan people. that fire in other people. Yes. yes. Because we are extensions of ourselves. We're all extensions of one another. Right. Mm -hmm. And when you don't fulfill your dream, something in this earth is lacking. There's somebody that doesn't get to fulfill their dream. There's, you know what I mean? And that's why it's so important that you tap in 
to what you truly desire yeah. mm-hmm. and let that fuel you yeah. through your life because there's so much that's dependent on that. Yeah. And for you to, to have your whole, your life's work now dedicated to, to that. Yeah. Doing that. I mean, you're the impact that you have is almost immeasurable. You would never know. You're it. never going to know. You don't even how know impactful Mm-mm. the work that you're doing is. I mean, generations upon generations, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. that legacy is major. Thank you know, you. so thank you for the work that thank you're doing you. because Absolutely. I'm even though I haven't directly, you know what I'm saying, experienced that or benefited from you, I I know that we are all benefiting, mm. of course, because of, of the work course. that you're doing in one way, shape, or form. Yeah, so that's really that. awesome. Absolutely. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> what is it. next for the dream team? Like, what are y'all working on now? And how can people plug in and help? Yeah, like, how can we help? How can we yeah. support you? What's next is this this dream we're working on right now. Um, it's this little girl. She's been fighting cancer since she was two, and mm-hmm. she's fifteen. Mm-hmm. She's beat cancer seven times. And so when I talked to her, I said, "You're on a winning streak. Mm-hmm. Like you're undefeated. You're winning right now. You Keep are going. undefeated. Yeah. It tries to beat you, and it just can't. You." Like, you are winning. Yeah. And so I asked her what her dream is because, you know, she hasn't had, like, for us who are, like, in a, it's hard enough to chase a dream. And we're not fighting cancer. Yeah. Right. right. Just imagine yeah. a little girl that all she knows is that hospital. Mm. But also all she knows is not being able to experience friendship because she can't go to school. Mm-hmm. She can't live a normal She's life. sick all the time, yeah. So just imagine, like, never knowing what it feels like to feel truly seen. Yeah. And I saw something shift in her the other night. I asked her mom, can she come to my TED Talk? And mom said, yes. I said, if I asked her to come up on stage, would she say no? She said she would probably say no. She's extremely shy. Mm. I wanted to make a dream come true for her because earlier that day I asked her, who's your favorite celebrity? She said, Mr. Beast, big YouTuber. Yeah, he's a big YouTuber. Okay, cool. And so I'm like, all right, let me see how I can make this dream come true. (laughs) Um, Was able to pull something off. So I wanted to make a dream come true as a part of my speech. Because I don't believe in just talking. I believe in doing. Mm -hmm. You know, like, let's be about it, not just talk Mm -hmm. about it. So I do my speech. I I asked her, can you come up on stage? And immediately she said, yes. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay. (laughs) She got up on stage. I showed her, like, this video of Mr. Beast talking to her. Mr. Beast surprised her with $10,000. And the crowd is chanting her name and like cheering for her. And then afterwards, she just wouldn't stop talking. She said, I'm with my people. I'm like, I got $10,000. I got this. I got that. I'm with my people. I'm like, who are you? Yeah. (laughs) But I saw something blossom in her by feeling seen. So I was like, okay, how can we double down on this? Let's build her dream. Mm. let's build her clothing line mm. let's let her have something to live yeah, for and yeah, fight yeah, for yeah, and yeah. but also a way to interact with the world yeah. and be valued by the yeah. world yeah. so i want to build her clothing line Yay. and i want it to be i want it to be life-changing for her yeah. and i wanted her to inspire all the other little kids with cancer yeah mm. and, and they all we're doing a fashion show Uh-oh. well now we're he asked me to host it. I'm not doing it. I ain't. I'm like, no, it's definitely like, I'm, weird. I'm, I'm, Cause I'm, I'm going to need your help. Megan's coming too. So it'll be like a no for sure hosting. Whatever uh-huh. I can do to help. Yeah. That's yes. amazing. That'd be for amazing. Sure. No yeah. for sure. Hosting it. We'll show you guys like the BTS of that. We might put it on Patreon or something, but I'm excited to be a part of that. Yeah. Thank you like, so much. Just be in the room with it. And we want to, you know, young girls is our, is a part, part. of our mission. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Like, you know, we're women now, but, 
having that mentor and and love at a younger age is mm-hmm. what we feel like we want to give to the younger generation. Yeah. yeah. You know, so we're excited to be a part of that. That'd be amazing. Yeah. It was going to be having you host, both of y'all host. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Now it's you do. <laughs> no, definitely no for sure. But yeah. having y'all host is going to make it the most fun fashion show because I don't want it to be a normal fashion show. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Yeah. I want it to be a party, like a pep rally yeah. almost. Yeah. Where like the music's going, these kids with cancer or yeah. disabilities. Mm-hmm. They even want to try to get supermodels or celebrities there. Like yeah. I just want it to be Fun. the most amazing night. And that's also gonna be the night we launch our website. So okay. it'll be like a website release party. So when we hit upload, we'll like celebrate ten thousand yes. dollars or fifty thousand, yeah. however many just watch we sell. The numbers go in yeah. real time. That's cool. That's we'll get so some confetti exciting. and some pyro and you can do your little horn sound. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. so exciting. I'm excited to be a part of that. Yeah. I'm mm. excited just to connect with you, Charlie, yeah. and like whatever we can do, you know, like we want to be a part of things that are impactful. And I tell B all that time, I'm like, I hate when people say influencer. Yeah. Because I don't She's believe like, in impact, influence. Impact I believe in over in, influence. Yeah. Mm. I believe in impact. Like mm-hmm. impact. I don't want to influence. I want to impact. I, I want like that. that lasting feeling, yeah. you know, yeah. something life changing. Yeah. Yeah. So any way that we can be a part of things like that, yeah. we want to. So come on. Yeah. I can't wait to make <laughs> dreams come true with y'all. Yeah. It's going to be fun. So we bef- should do something special for like a no for sure. I know. Yeah. Like a Patreon, one of our like Exclusive chain gains or something. Or something like a yeah. make a dream come true we make should make we should make that like a thing like we yeah do it often yeah like i want to this is like super inspiring yeah, to just give is. back it is to in any way help us all right now because we don't know yeah, show us how to do it he's like all <laughs> right you you, so you want to make the dream come true when they start, <laughs> people start saying they want to do this and that and then, and they start like Jesus. I have a dream of uh, uh, it's like well well give, give us a second it. right I know it's not easy it's I know not. it's not easy and yeah. you know changing people's mindset too mm-hmm. on their way up and having them become stable yeah and, you know it, that I know that's not a, a easy task it, it's difficult mm-hmm. changing their mindset into being like okay this is your source of income now mm-hmm. you're an entrepreneur you're not homeless anymore like mm-hmm. maneuvering through that mental shift I know it's not a walk in the park. Yeah. So I commend you for that process also. I know making these dreams come true aren't that easy. But um we want to be a part of whatever you have going on. We All have right. to do something for the know for sure community. I yeah. can't wait. So we're gonna talk about that off yeah. camera. That will be really, be really, really, cool. really, really cool. Yeah, because y'all's community is so true. strong Man. that oh, I could already see all of them just rallying behind changing what? somebody's life. Yeah. I could see Chain it. Gang is already like they be supporting. Like we did a contest yeah. on our Patreon. They were like I know I didn't win, but go girl. Like yeah, they support they each support other and each love other, each other. Yeah. So the community is amazing. That's amazing. That would yeah. be great to do. I love that. Before we end the episode. All right now. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, thank you for being here. Yeah, and is course. there anything else that you want to share or touch on before we go? No. Okay. okay. The most exciting thing we could ever talk about is let's change a life together. I'm yes. excited. Yeah, yes. I'm, so I'm so glad y'all yeah. want to do that. Yes. Yay. I'm like, yeah. when can we start? I'm like, today. What are we doing? Jesus, I know that's really that's yeah, really cool. That's something to look forward to. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. really. I'm really like, cool. I'm like my, you know, my brain, brain is, is going. going. I'm like, we're gonna change the world. <laughs> no, for sure. <laughs> Save lives. I'm like, we're gonna do like retreats and conferences. Literally, we're gonna but take somebody great. to the moon. No, seriously, your dream is to be an astronaut. Fuck, Fuck it, it. <laughs> Jeff Bezos. What are you doing? I heard you got a rocket ship. <laughs> Literally, that's it's where like, my brain is going. No, right seriously, now. my it's brain like, is like on fire. You really making your dream come true. You Man, can't you wait. Can't. <laughs> 
<laughs> you still working on yourself. Bitch, relax. You trying to take somebody to the moon. You know what, though? Honestly, though, honestly, in all reality, it feels better working on yourself when you extend your hand to help somebody always. else. Like, it makes you... Always. Like, I don't know. That makes it me feel... You. Yeah, and, yeah, and it makes me yeah. want to take care of myself, yeah. too. Like, mm-hmm. it yeah. makes me want... Like, this is had me thinking about, like, what am I... Like, what's my dream? Like, what... Mm-hmm. You know, like, I feel like I'm living mm-hmm. my dream, but, like, don't limit it to just, like, expand that, yeah. it. What's yeah. your dream? What's like, your what do you dream? really dream of? And don't... I've been saying this too, and I was telling Baby J this. I was like, we get so afraid to like say the things out loud that we really, really desire. Because you think, other people you are think gonna, it's yep. crazy. Yep. Like I shouldn't. No, I'm not gonna mm-hmm. say it. It's like, or that's not? not possible. Why not? Or I'm too do, old for that. Or, do y'all know what the word abracadabra means in its origin? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I thought I did, but I don't. I don't. You so, said I was gonna um, guess, but I don't. So abracadabra is an Aramaic word, and it means as I speak. I create. Mm. Mm, Abraca got you. Now name name another species that uh, creates other None. than us. Name another species that can speak. None. Mm. I mean, birds yeah. can mimic, but like Dogs, not truly. Yeah. Well, my neighbor can like my neighbor dog talks. <laughs> be like, what's up? He'd be like, <laughs> no, for sure he does. I'm not joking. He whines and cries all the time, yeah. and it sounds like words. He's like, well, Thank you so much. <laughs> Please so, let me in. Jesus. <laughs> so it's kind of it's kind of crazy that like the definition of that word is as I speak, speak I create, it. and we are the only species that can speak, and we are the only species that can create. Mm-hmm. It's the thing that you know we're we're given this this power. Our words are um, are, are spells. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's why sure. they call it spelling. spelling. Mm-hmm. You For have sure. to like For know sure. that that's you could either word. that's in the Bible now. Yeah. You could create something good or you can create something bad. A spell yep. doesn't have to be a negative thing. Yep. Right, right, You can right. cast a good spell. Mm-hmm. Right, You know, right. like magic. You mm-hmm. know, it's like, oh, like I told everybody my dreams and I tell them every day. Mm. I don't hold it in. Mm. We were taught as kids, uh, don't say anything. You're going to jinx it. Mm. Or someone's going to steal your yeah, idea. Yeah, Mm-mm. No, tell yeah. everybody as much as you can because there's something that happens mm-hmm. in that moment same mm-hmm. thing with writing it's mm-hmm. very it's still spelling at the end of the mm-hmm. day because you're wow. It's, wow it's no different spelling mm-hmm. it out spelling it out wow which i've always experienced works magically you know mm-hmm. and when i when i pray i pray as like a, a thank you mm-hmm. sometimes i pray like i really need this but then <laughs> I, i'm like also like Okay, it's done. It's done. Yeah. It's easy. Yeah. Yeah. It's here. Yeah. I always say it's already done. Time hasn't caught up yet. Yeah. The Nike thing, the day I was born, it was already done. Yep. Time just hadn't caught up mm. yet. It was already done. Yep. Yeah. Every time I saw it, the first stock that I bought, I was like a little like stock kid, like eight <laughs> years old. I cut grass and then like buy stocks. I bought Nike. It was my first stock. Wow. Eight years old? Yeah. See, that's that white shit. I didn't even know what a stock was at eight. Yeah. It's actually, it's, it's <laughs> actually, I'll tell you. We got to do better. He talking better. about, I was buying well, stocks I was eight. cutting grass and I'll buying give, stocks. I'll give cutting you, grass and buying candy. I, I mean, give all credit to my grandfather, the Arab man. So I'm half Lebanese. Mm. Okay. So like, he was like very frugal. He sold vacuum cleaners and, you know, but he was like a businessman. He was like, you need to invest your money because he was an immigrant. So he was like very smart mm. always. And he was like, you got to invest your money. So he challenged me to a stock buying contest. Wow. You need to research a company 
And my research was Michael Jordan. <laughs> that was like the beginning and end of my research. <laughs> I want Jordan. those shoes. That company's going to do good. <laughs> but it's very important to listen to kids because kids always do know what's they next. They know what mm-hmm. the trends and stuff. Yeah. Yep. I think he bought a company called Sara Lee. It makes Hanes underwear and like bread. And I was like, I'm buying Nike. And I tore him up. Wow. Mm. But it was kind of divine that that was, yeah. Yeah. you know, the it was already. It shows yeah. you that it was already there. It was always there. Planting that seed back then. The whole then. time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So our question is, what are you saying no to for sure? Like, no, mm. for sure. A hard no. And then what do you know for sure after this episode? That's a two-parter. What I'm saying no to? Mm-hmm. Like something that's like approaching me in life that just I have anything, to say. Anything, anything like, you're like, I'm, I'm saying just, no to limiting yeah. beliefs. I'm saying no to. I'm saying no to allowing the thought of stress be a real thing in my mind. Mm. Um, we're as humans, we're taught to survive. That's literally what we're like meant for. So like cavemen, always looking for things that are mm. attacking us. That's literally our human makeup. makeup. But that's not real now. So we always look for other things that are attacking us now because we're supposed to. We're literally looking. I am going to say no to ever feeling like I'm not protected. Mm. I'm saying yes to absolute delusional optimism that I am protected yeah. and everything is done and nothing can touch me. And that. if anything bad happens, it's a gift. Mm, I love that. If anything, if anything tries to hurt me, yes. no, 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 no weapon formed against me shall pro- period. prosper. Prosper. Period. Like period. Amen. So period. I am protected and yeah, I'm protected. <laughs> He's like, I'm, I'm saying protected. no. I'm, what do you, uh, what know, do you for know for sure? What do I know for K-N-O-W. sure? Um, I know for sure that I can, I can, I, before I die, I can really change this place. Yeah. By bringing dreams back to the forefront to create a movement. Because I believe that I can help take millions of people and getting them activated as a part of dream you making. Are, you yeah. are doing You're that. doing it now. I'm I'm young. By the time I'm 60, I always vision myself as like 60 or 70. Like when we think of like Gandhi, we don't think of like 34-year-old Gandhi. Yeah. Like I'm ready. I'm, I can't wait to be there. I'm excited yeah. to get yeah. to that age and know what I'm capable of then. Yeah. But I know I, know I can do it because I wake up and I fight for it every day. I fight for people's dreams every day. Mm, yeah. I even used to fight for 2 chances dream. That was yeah. really what I was doing. It's like, yeah. you got a dream? I'm going to go make it happen. Mm, yeah. So I've been practicing yeah. a long time. But it's time to make it a movement. Yeah. Yeah. So I know for sure that that's going to happen. And I know just like Moana, if anything bad happens, the water's going to put me right mm-hmm. back. And I know what that finish line looks like. Mm. And that's what keeps me fighting every day. I love that. Hold on, I got the lyrics to the song so you can... So you can oh, let me hear it's, it. It's really short. It's okay. like a little... It's a little... You know, it's not that long. I have to watch this. Okay, so it's, she says, I've crossed the horizon to find you. I know your name. They may have stolen the heart from inside you, but this does not define you. Mm. This is not who you are. I know who you are, who you really are. And when she said, you know me, everything is filtered through God for me. So when, for, For so when I hear that, I am, when I say ball, my kids are like, (laughs) (laughs) Mom, we're watching a cartoon. I am like in a mess (laughs) because I know 
I know what that like means it, it was me. It was you. like watching myself. It was like that that scene specifically yeah. was like watching myself yeah. and how calmly she walked towards the chaos mm. is how calmly God is approaching you Ooh. in your chaos. And as calmly as she like all that, you know, raw, ca- raw, raw. And, and she just calmly, she, she and it. she didn't, she wasn't moved by it. And there was no like urgency. It was just like, I'm here. I'm coming. And but that I was also, you. that was also the first moment that she believed mm-hmm. fully that she was the one here to save the world. Yep. Because she always had a little doubt, and right, she was going to quit. Yep. But in that moment, her power changed, yeah. and she said, "I know I'm Something the one." Something came over. It was different, mm-hmm. you know, and that resonates so much with me, especially after you go through what feels like a storm. Yeah. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. And you have that calm. I don't know. God just feels like a calm approach. Yeah. Like He's mm-hmm. just like. It's all right. It's okay. That's right. I know, I know you. I know you. Yeah. And I know you. I know you went through all that, and I know it hurt. Yep. And I know your heart was crushed. Yep. I know. Yeah. And I was there. Yeah. Just like what Charlie's like, you know. I know you've always had that dream. Remember your first stock? Yep. Yeah. You know, it's yep. always. I've always you been were eight. there. Yeah. You know, I've always yeah. been there. So like. I know you have to watch the movie. I love that. How do I watch it? We need to watch it. It's tonight. on Disney. It's on Netflix. Yeah. It's on Disney. Is it on Hulu? It's on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I need the app. <laughs> What's the app? We'll get you to watch. What do you um, say no to for oh, sure? And what um, do you know for sure? What do I know for sure? No, no, no. Well, we lost all of our luggage yesterday at the airport, and I just had like a not. I'm like, it's okay. Like da 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 da. Like what I'm saying no to letting things I can't control shift you, my mood yeah. and my character and like <laughs> saying no to that. Yeah. You know, we're just like, we can't control it. We're trying to figure out a solution. Nothing's happening. Let's just go to the Airbnb. And if it shows up, it shows up. And if not, glory be to God, we have, we can go buy clothes and mm-hmm. shoes. And, you know, some people don't even have the, the luxury or privilege to do that. So saying no to letting anything that is out of my control move me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what do I know for sure? I know for sure <laughs> we're going to change a life. Mm-hmm. We don't even know who it is. Lots yet. of lives. Mm-hmm. Lots of lives. Yeah. But like make that dream come true. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. doing that together with No For Sure and Charlie, I know for sure that it's going to be like impactful not only for that person, but for, for us. Yeah. yeah. It fulfills yeah. us and it, it fires us up to keep doing what we're doing and mm-hmm. knowing that we have an impact on people in a massive way and we're doing the right thing um you know it's full circle we Mm -hmm. pour into them and that Mm -hmm. pours into us and keeps us fueled to keep doing it yeah yeah so yeah what about you i'm saying so going kind of piggybacking off of our conversation last night in the car after you guys's luggage was stolen um conversation was so so crazy but what we were talking about is um For sure, Lucifer. <laughs> so uh, we call we we have a new name for, for the, the devil. For the devil, his name is Loser instead of Lucifer. He's a loser. <laughs> Get it? That's great. Um, but we were talking about um, they lost their luggage, and, and thank God there was nothing like super valuable in it. And we were talking about how like your mm. most valuable stuff you put in your carry on mm-hmm. instead of checking it, and. Sometimes when you get to the plane, 
they're like, oh, that we don't have enough space or it's too big. So you need to check that. And we were like, no, like at like where I am in my life, I am not giving anyone access mm. to something that is valuable to me in the sense of my peace, my dreams, mm. my happiness, yep. my Yep. confidence yep. my I'm not checking I'm it. not checking it you don't get to have Ooh. that I, and if I gotta miss a flight I'll miss the flight I'll and get catch the another flight. one to make sure my shit gets on the plane but you're not having access to that I can't afford to allow anyone to have possession over the things that are most valuable to me and now knowing what those values are yeah. what those valuable things are I, I'm like my peace is the most valuable thing to me right now mm -hmm. my confidence is the most valuable yeah. thing to me right now yeah. my you know my ability my self-control all of yeah. that stuff like that is important to me and very valuable to me right now and nobody gets to have access yeah. to that no one so like not that one person emotional. yeah mm -hmm. so wow. i'm like that is what i what am i saying no to that's what my no to and what i know for sure is that i want to i want to activate my dreams again like i want to start activating that like dreaming more like not mm -hmm. just because i think a lot of times we don't think we're worthy of the dreams that we have mm -hmm. and so not feeling worthy of it makes you limited yeah. or like, okay, mm -hmm. maybe I'll just take that piece of the dream, but yeah. I can't really get the other parts mm -hmm. of it and just not limiting that. So I, I'm like, I want to expand yeah. and start activating my dreams. Wow. You can have it all. Yeah. Wow. This yeah. was a good episode. Yeah. Thank you for coming. Thanks for having me on, y'all. We need you often. We do. Anytime. Come make some dreams come true. Yeah, for sure. All right now. Yes. He's all right now. I'll tell you. All right. No I didn't waste any time calling you the other day. I was like, I got an idea. Yeah. So thank you so much, Thank you, guys. Make sure you guys check out Charlie. Yeah. What's your Instagram? Just Charlie. Just Charlie. Just Charlie. Charlie. Dope is. How just dope Charlie. he is. How did he even get that? You know how many Charlies are in the world? <laughs> just and Charlie. he got Charlie. It was actually Charlie. a kind of a, a abracadabra moment. Was it? Mm -hmm. You're like, mm-hmm. Another manifestation moment. So mm -hmm. I had a I had a dream in my sleep where um I saw this like presidential yard sign and um like I was running for president. I don't want to run for president, but I saw it and it was just on a first <laughs> first name basis, Charlie. And I told my best friend Scott, I was like I, I, I saw I, I saw that I'm gonna be like on a first name basis, like I like Oprah is, and I was like not even a last name. And the next day I get a DM from this lady who works at Instagram. She used to be in the music business, mm -hmm. uh, Fadia Cater, um, in Atlanta, and she left the music business. She's working at Facebook uh, at uh, Instagram, and she said I have a gift for you. Mm. I was like, what's the gift? She said check your DM and just hit accept. And it changed your Instagram name yeah. to Charlie. And I was like, I told my friend Scott, I was like, I told you, I saw it. <laughs> this happened 24 hours later. That is crazy. Well, what's her uh, Instagram? Sorry, man, you need to go, go, we need to wind him down, give him some melatonin, and you <laughs> have a dream about my husband. Yeah. Okay. You, all these dreams you making come true, all this manifesting, you need to start spelling out my husband's name. Charlie? <laughs> Jesus. Well, thank that. you for coming. Thank you, guys. We love you. Yeah, thank you guys for watching. And if you're listening, another episode of the Know For Sure podcast. I am B. Simone. And I'm Megan Ashley. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye, y'all. 
Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the Know For Sure podcast. Make sure you keep the conversation going and use our hashtag, KnowForSurePod. Yes, we want to see you guys share the hashtag, KnowForSurePod, on all social media platforms. We want to keep the conversation going. And follow us on all social media platforms, Instagram and Twitter, KnowForSurePod.